Somebody give him a Psalm 150 praise and praise him according to his excellent greatness. Somebody ought to take about 60 seconds and praise him for his mighty acts tonight. Hey! Somebody give him a shout of praise in this place. Hallelujah! Woo! See, y'all thought those were just lyrics to a song. How can I forget, how can I forget what you've done for me? But how many of you know that's the word of the Lord? One writer said, bless the Lord, oh my soul. Then he said, bless the Lord, oh my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. Wow! Part of blessing the Lord is to never forget what he's already done for you. This is Thanksgiving week this week, and I can't think of a better way to kick it off than tonight. Somebody just reach back into your yesterday. Hey! I don't have to have a reason to shout right now. If I just look over my shoulder and I think back to where I've been and to what he's done, I've got a reason to... That's why the Bible commands us and says, Rejoice in the Lord always. That word rejoice is a compound word. To, to rejoice uh, to means to, to thank God all over again about something. To do it again, to become excited, uh, to become joyful all over uh, again. In other words, uh, if God doesn't do another thing for me, if God never answers another prayer, uh, if God never does another miracle, uh, I got enough reasons tonight uh, to go ahead and rejoice. Uh, I got enough reasons to run the aisle on Tuesday night. Uh, I got enough reason uh, to give him a dance on a Tuesday night. Uh, when I think uh, of the goodness of Jesus uh, and all uh, he's done for me. Uh, Somebody ought to take about 60 seconds uh, and just rejoice for a few moments. Uh, praise him because he brought you out. Uh, praise him because he made a way. Uh, praise him for what he's already done. Uh, somebody take a moment uh, and rejoice in this place. Uh, somebody rejoice in this place. Uh, to get the Thanksgiving celebration started early tonight. I'm not waiting till Thursday to give him praise. I'm going to go ahead and start Thanksgiving tonight. If you've got something to be thankful for, take about 60 seconds and give him a shout of praise.
for me. When I think about Jesus, how his face set me free. Can dance, 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 dance. about being here tonight hallelujah amen anybody thankful to be here on a Tuesday night this week amen you can be seated for just a few moments I want to take a brief opportunity to uh, again welcome all of our guests that are here in the house of the Lord tonight I see a handful of first-time visitors would you help me put your hands together, Rock Church, and make some noise? We could do a little bit better than that on a Tuesday night. Help me welcome all of our guests into the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. We are absolutely honored to have you here in the house of the Lord worshiping with us tonight. 
And we have a little understanding around here that you are only a guest for the first five minutes that you come through the door. After that, you're just at home with us. Amen, somebody? Would you just make a 360-degree effort all the way around you and tell somebody, welcome home tonight? Come on, behind you, in front of you, on your left, on your right. Come on, span the aisles if you have to. Don't let anybody go untouched. Tell them, welcome home tonight. Welcome home tonight. Amen. So good to have you in the house of the Lord. I want us to remember uh, to pray for the many, many families that are, uh, that are already on the road and traveling, uh, many of them uh, across the country, to be with family this week during the holidays. God would keep his hand upon them and uh, return them home safely. Amen. And uh, anybody grateful for what the Lord did this past weekend in this place? If you were not here, you absolutely missed out on what God did in this place. Sunday morning, uh, Laura was baptized in Jesus' name and filled full of the Holy Ghost. Sunday morning, Josh was baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. Sunday morning, Tiffany was baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. Sunday morning, Alicia was baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. And Sunday night was so exciting, we graduated 17 more students from our Bible studies teacher certification class. Amen. We're raising a bunch of soul winners. We are about to approach 100 people uh, that have been through our Bible study teacher certification program. And uh, if you were here Sunday night, you heard the statistic this year. We, we have already taught over 4,000 Bible studies. And next year, I believe we can double that number. I just need about 25 of y'all to get excited about that, right? Now. I said next year, I think we can double that number. And we are in the middle of unprecedented revival and harvest. Uh, and we are looking for greater things like the man of God preached Sunday. I want more. Amen. Somebody tell your neighbor, I want more. I want it overflowing. Amen. Tell somebody else it's time to sink the ship. You ready for God to use you in the kingdom of God tonight? Amen. Amen. Let's remember all of the announcements for this week. Nothing going on on Friday night. Uh, for youth, also Thursday nights, uh, our normal uh, prayer meeting here at the house of the Lord will be postponed this week uh, in observance of Thanksgiving holiday. I encourage you to have a prayer meeting in your home on Thursday with your family. Amen, somebody. Amen. Have you been blessed by the ministry of Brother Matthew Kreider the past couple of weeks around here? It is an honor to have them, him back in the house of the Lord this week, and we are so excited that he brought his family with him this week. Come on, help me put your hands together and thank God for the Kreider family being with us tonight. You're going to hear him preach better than he's ever preached here because his family's with him tonight. Amen. And uh, it is so good to have Sister Kreider with us in the house of the Lord. It's good to have Nolan with us in the house of the Lord. Brother Nolan Kreider, 
Brother Logan Kreider and Sister Chloe Kreider. So good to have them in the house of the Lord with us tonight. These are some great-looking apostolic young people right here. And uh, we're so honored to have them in the house of the Lord. I feel like God has ordained this service again tonight and has prepared something powerful for us in this place. I want to remind you before you leave tonight, as, as, as whenever the Lord is finished around here, uh, we've got some special treats prepared for everybody in, in the lobby. And I want you to take advantage of those and uh, the opportunity to spend just a few minutes with our church family tonight before we leave the campus. Um, but as we stand tonight all over this house, I am hungry for the word of the Lord tonight. Did anybody come hungry for God's word? Did anybody come with expectation in your spirit? Come on, did you come expecting God to do something great in this house? Would you lift your hands and your voice one more time all across this sanctuary? Come on, lift your hands and lift your voice as Brother Kreider comes to deliver the word of the Lord to us in this house. Come on, Brother Kreider, preach the word to us tonight. Amen. Let's give the Lord a rock church hand clap of praise. Clap your hands, all you people. And it's not complete without a shout for the voice of triumph. Hallelujah, we are victorious. Lord Most High is terrible. He is the great king over all the earth. Amen. He is awesome. That's what the word terrible means. Amen. And he is the one that gives us the victory. He's the one that gives us the victory. Amen. And I, uh, I certainly know and you know that he is worthy of the praise. And so when we come into the house of God with giants in our path, and we come to the house of God, amen, with victories behind us that God has brought us through. We save the praise for him, nothing for myself, amen. He and he alone is worthy. So clap your hands, all you people, and shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Hallelujah, thank you, God, thank you, God. We are victorious because of you, amen. Glad to be in church tonight and uh, enjoying the presence of God that we have felt already. Isn't that good? It's good when it's just saturated from the beginning of the service all the way through the process of the service. God's moving. God is touching lives. Amen. We're interacting with God Almighty. Amen. And there's some people in this building that have a present, a present experience with God. Amen. That today they walked with God. And today they have felt the, the hand of God and the help of God and the power of God. Amen. That's why they came into the house of God excited, worshiping and praising God. Amen. He's not just somebody else's God, and he's not just the God of our past. Amen. He's very present. He's right here. Amen. I've served him today. Served him today. Live for him today. He's blessed me today. Daily loadeth us with benefits. There's a little lady that was about 82 years old when we baptized her in Jesus' name. And uh, from that day on, every time I saw her, Bishop Williams, she wore a little pin on her blouse. And it said, God is alive. I know because I just talked to him this morning. 
That's the way I feel about it today. Amen. We serve a living God. That's why we're so lively about worshiping Him and praising Him. Amen. Amen. God bless Bishop Williams, First Lady Williams, the family. Amen. The Rock Church don't have to go far, go far to hear good preaching. I said the Rock Church don't have to go far to hear good preaching. Just walk in the local congregation. Amen. And, and Bishop Williams gets up and preaches the word of God. You're hearing the best of the best. Amen. God bless him. I appreciate him very much. I've got backup with me today. I've got backup with me today. Amen. I named my boys after Sackett twins. Now, this is a revelation for some folks. The Sacketts are out of the Louis L'Amour series of books. And if you don't know who Louis L'Amour is, you need to read your Bible. Amen. And I named my boys after tough hombres. And they are living up to their name. And so they've got my back. They've got my back. But my daughter's meaner than they are. Praise God. Amen. And Zoe can hold her own. She grew up with Nolan and Logan. And uh, so these three got my back. Amen. Glad my family's with me. Amen. My wife, my family, appreciate them. Amen. And they will get with me if nobody else does. <clears throat> Praise God. I came, I came with an hour-long message tonight. <laughs> came with an hour-long message tonight, but then I heard Pastor Williams say, we want more. Praise God. So I, I got to see what I can do about that. <laughs> you know? Making folks sweat. Praise God. I promise you I won't do that to you. Amen. I am in a tough position tonight. This is the week out of the year where everybody has foul thoughts. And uh, amen. they got turkey on the brain. And uh, i got to try to preach around that. But I'm going to do my best tonight. And God's going to help me. Amen. Will you help me as well? Amen. Amen. Lamentations chapter number 3, if you'll join me there, Lamentations 3, and verse number 21. <clears throat> now my message tonight has Bishop Williams's footprints all over it, amen, already in the process of the service, and I feel confirmation in that, and I'm thankful for that, amen. Lamentations chapter number 3. And verse number 21, this I recall to my mind, therefore have I hope. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. Now I want you to notice this. He's contemplating right now. Everybody say thinking. He's thinking. And he's writing it down. Amen. I'm recalling this to mind. Therefore have I hope. It's of the Lord's mercies. We are not consumed. His compassions fail not. They are new every morning. And then notice as his thinking turns into thanking. Amen. His thoughts and his pondering turns into praise. Amen. He said they are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Amen. Great is thy faithfulness. Anybody believe we serve a faithful God? He said, the Lord is my portion. Amen. You know, when you go to a buffet, you get to decide how much you want and how much you need. And 
David said, or rather the prophet here said, the Lord is my portion. He's all I need, saith my soul. Therefore will I hope in him. The Lord is good unto them that wait for him, to the soul that seeketh him. Amen. And I want to talk to us from this portion of Scripture. This I recall to mind, therefore have I hope. And then he said, great is thy faithfulness. I want to talk about the comeback. The comeback. Would you lift your voice with me and let's ask God to have his way. God, we love you and we thank you for your word. We praise you today, God, for the presence that we feel in this house. You know every circumstance and every soul. And I'm asking that you would touch every heart and every mind in this place. Let your will be done. Let your will be done. And we'll give you the praise and the glory in Jesus' name. Let's clap our hands and thank God for the word of God before we're seated. Amen. We thank you, Lord, for your wonderful word. It is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our pathway. Amen. You can be seated. Thank you for standing so long. God bless you for that. Amen. Anybody in here ever learned something in your life? And it became something that you know. And then in the process of time, when that information would come in so handy, you forgot what you knew. Amen. There's a little situation that I have with my sinuses almost on a yearly basis. And there was a time a while back where I got so fed up with what I was dealing with that I started doing research. And I found something a series of things that I could do that would help me with my sinus issue. And then the next year rolled around, and the sinus issue popped back up again, and I got so involved in, in suffering and got so involved in what I was dealing with that I forgot I had found an answer that would help me with those circumstances. Amen. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of things in life that we have learned that we forget as time progresses, answers that have come to us, amen, solutions that we have arrived at that have helped us through the worst of circumstances, amen. And so in the middle of whatever you are going through, the man of God said, I recall to mind this, and therefore have I hope. God is the reason that I'm even here to be able to go through what I'm going through. Amen. I wouldn't even be alive. I wouldn't even exist to be able to deal with the situation that I am dealing with if it was not for the Lord that was on my side. Somebody clap your hands if you feel that way. Hey. The reason I've even still got breath in my body, the reason I'm in the house of God at Rock Church in Fort Myers, amen, is because God has allowed this to happen. Amen. God has brought me through. God has ordained this. God, the way maker, has made a way for me to be where I am. And if God can make a way to get me where I am, that same God is my answer for where I am going. Amen. Amen. And as he is pondering this, I recall to mind that God is the one that has gotten me through. In the process of him thinking, he turns and there's a verbal acknowledgement. Amen. It's a surrendering of what has got me here was not myself, but it was you. 
Amen. It takes some humility to do that. It takes some meekness to do that. Amen. But in order for the man of God to move on from where he was at this point, there had to be some thinking. Amen. What got me to where I am? And once he figured it out that it wasn't me and it wasn't my mind and it wasn't my power and it wasn't my ability. Amen. When he realized it was God, immediately he turns that toward God. Amen. You've been my answer. So come on down, God. And have your way. Hallelujah. Amen. Psalms 100. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Now, that's not possible without rejoicing. Amen. To make a joyful noise on a Tuesday night in November after what we've been through in the last year and a half and what we're going through where we are right now. Amen. There's some rejoicing that needs to happen. Amen. That when I come to the house of God, I get my mind back on him. Amen. And I get the joy of his salvation that I'm in his hands, that he's the one that's going to take care of me. He's the one that's going to preserve me. Amen. I am not consumed because God is on the throne and so I'm rejoicing I'm rejoicing David said restore unto me the joy of thy salvation let's do it all over again God cast me not away from your presence take not your Holy Spirit from me amen I need your touch I need your power I need something new I need something fresh and so David said when you can make the joyful noise there's some work behind that. There's some effort behind that. Amen. You've been doing some rejoicing to keep your joyful noise. Amen. Come on. All the whining you've been doing all day long. Before the service is over, you can make a joyful noise. I've got something to be thankful for. I've been blessed just that I'm here today. The praise for that belongs to him. The acknowledgement for that belongs to him. So I'm going to rejoice that the same God that has brought me through so far is also my salvation today and onward. Make a joyful noise. All you lands, serve the Lord. And the word gladness means joyfulness. Serve the Lord with joyfulness. If you're not full of joy, amen, just start thinking about what God has done and what God is able to do and the fact that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. That the same God, amen, that's always been good is still good and he will be good. Amen. The same God that brought victory and brings victory, he will bring victory. Amen. You've got to think got to think about it. You can't just go through life haphazard, without a plan, amen, without focus. I need to think about how I'm going to get through this successfully. I need to think about, amen, how I can get through this thing victoriously. And so I am going to remember what works. I am going to remember what has brought me through. There's no sense changing the plan now. Amen. There's no sense, amen, adjusting anything. It's worked so far, so I'm going right back to the source again. Amen. Great is thy faithfulness. I've been through.
thinking about it, and now I'm going to thank you for it. Great is thy faithfulness. I'm acknowledging it's you, God. It's you, God. You brought me this far. You're going to bring me all the way. Amen. It's what the psalmist is writing about here. He said that we should serve the Lord with gladness, come before his presence with singing. No! That's not N-O, that's K-N-O-W. You've been thinking. Got to make up my mind. Know ye that the Lord, he is not just was, amen, not just shall be, but right where I am right now, the Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. He's large and in charge. He knows what we need. He knows where we're coming from. He knows where we're going. Now, if you notice here, what David is saying in Psalms 100 If we don't do this, we cannot please God. Where do you get that from? Evangelist Kreider, I'm going to tell you where I get that from. Without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. Ah, come on, somebody. Amen. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. Amen. That's faith. That's faith. That's me thinking about things and realizing I've never sat on the throne. I've never been in charge. It's been God all the while. It's been God the whole time. And so in my life, instead of trying to sit down on the throne and edge him over, I'm just going to turn around and I'm going to bow before him and say, you are God. You are in control. If I get control of this thing, it's going down. If I get control of this thing, it's going to be a mess. So I'm going to acknowledge, amen, in humble adoration and humble praise, the Lord, he is God. He is the creator. And we are his creation. Hallelujah. Everybody say think. No. Make up in your mind. Think about this. Amen. I've never made a decision that's helped me in my life other than turning to God. Amen. I've never made a right turn by myself other than turning toward God. Amen. It is him and him alone. I'm not going to waste my time wandering around looking for answers elsewhere. I'm going to know that the Lord, he is God, and I'm going to go from there. There's victory on the other side. Amen. Of that made up mind. Amen. There's triumph on the other side. There's holiness. There's deliverance. There's salvation. When you make up your mind, the Lord, he is God. What's the other part of faith? Believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Amen. David said, make up your mind that he is, and it's him that hath made us, and now we ourselves, and we are his people, and the sheep of his pasture, and then come after him. Enter his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and bless his name. 
What are you doing in the house of God? I'm going to tell you what I'm doing. I'm not wasting my time. I've already made up my mind that God's my answer, and now I'm after him with everything I've got. When I walk through the doors, I made up my mind this is the house of God. This is where I get my answer. This is where I get my help. This is where the rest comes from. This is where the refreshing comes from. And so I'm going after him. He said, come in acknowledging him. Don't just think it. But it's the acknowledgement that gets you an encounter with God. Thou art holy. O thou that inhabitest the praise of Israel. Israel can go around all day long saying we are the people of God. Come on, Rock Church, you can go around all day long saying I'm a child of God. Amen. And he is awesome and he is great and all of those things. You can have that all in your mind and never have to humble yourself. You can think all of that. But if you don't open your mouth and verbalize it and acknowledge it, there's no humility involved. Amen. God's looking for someone that will bow down. Amen. God's looking for someone that will say, it's you, God. It's you. I give you thanks. I give you praise. It's you. It's you. Amen. And the Bible said he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Those that have made up their mind, he is God. He is my answer. He is my help. And so I'm giving all my diligence. I'm giving all my energy. I'm giving all my effort to seek God. I have no distractions. I have no other options. It's him and him alone that I've got to get the attention of. People don't realize how close you are right now to miracles, to deliverance, because I could ask the question right now, how many in here believe in God? And nearly every hand would go up. And the Bible categorizes everybody else and said, the fool hath said in his heart, there is no God. Amen. But everybody that's smart enough to know there is a God, it doesn't do me any good until I start thanking him. Until I start praising him. Amen. It's in that moment of humble adoration. It's in that moment of bowing down. It's in that moment of paying homage that God shows up and God begins to move. He is the rewarder of them that are all out diligent seekers of God. This, this doesn't get it. <laughs> Come on, somebody. This, when you're in the presence of Almighty God, He doesn't want you to patty cake. He doesn't, He's the God of glory. He's the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He wants you to come in with assurance. Amen. I know in whom I have believed and am persuaded that he's able to keep what I commit to him. And I'm coming into the house of God seeking him. I'm coming into the house of God going to get his attention. It would benefit you. It benefit you tonight to get turkey off your brain. Get whatever's going on afterward off your brain. Because you're in the presence 
of the Almighty God. Amen. Do you need a healing in your body? Know ye that the Lord, he is God. And come in thankful and come in praising him and seek him with everything you've got. I'm going to tell you about God's reputation, who God is and how important that is to him. David said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Woo! I got to be willing to be made to lie down in green pastures. That means he's the boss, applesauce. Amen. That means he's large and charged. The Lord is my shepherd. I'm a sheep. Brother Williams, I went out before in pastures and grabbed a sheep by the back. Hey, man, by the wool on his back and picked him up like a suitcase. And he just hung there. Hung there. But I went over and just touched the horn of a goat. He threw a fit and I wasn't even doing anything to him. Amen. God said, I'm looking for folks that realize who I am and are willing to give complete obedience, complete submission. Amen. You're in the best hands when you're out of your hands and you're in God's hand. Amen. So I'm going to come in. I'm going to give all thanks to him because every good and perfect thing that has happened in my life came down from the Father of lights in whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. I'm going to give him the praise. He alone is worthy. Green pastures, still waters. He restoreth my soul. And then it said, he leads me in paths of righteousness for his reputation's sake. God is not going to do you wrong. Amen. If you give your life to him, he only does right by you because he's got a reputation to keep. And you're not going to be the straw that broke the camel's back. Amen. You're not going to be the one that comes along and God flops and fails. He's never failed. So if you give your life to him and you give your all to him and start thanking him for everything good that's happened in your life, God will come through. He will do right by you. Because he's got a reputation that he is very interested in keeping. What is that reputation? Oh, Lord. Our Lord. Woo! How excellent is your name in all the earth. Amen. My God has an excellent reputation. He has never failed. He has never lost. And so I'm coming and bowing down to him because I've lost a bunch and I've failed a bunch. And so I'm going to come in and give him praise so he can reward me as I diligently seek him. And he said, if I can just get two or three. There's a lot of folks, brother, come to church and feel like if I just do this, I'm going to shut this thing down. If I can just mad dog the preacher. I got news for you. I'm nearsighted. 
And I got spotlights in my eyes. So you're wasting your time right now. Amen. All I'm getting is the shouts and the screams and the amens. Because, amen, I'm going, by, I'm going by ears and not by sight right now. And so if there's a thousand people in the building, but two or three are here because of his reputation. Two or three came because the Lord, he is God. And it is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. And we are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Amen. Where two or three are gathered under the umbrella of the reputation of God. He said, there am I, the almighty, the omnipotent, the God of glory. He said, I'm coming. If you'll start worshiping me, if you'll start acknowledging my reputation and who I am, there am I in the midst. I will in have it, the praise. And we open our mouth and we humbly begin to acknowledge him for everything good that's ever happened in our life. And I said it the other night and I'll say it again. If you don't know where to start, the Bible said, let everything that hath breath It's good to have breath. It's good to have breath. And he said, let me tell you who I am. You wouldn't be breathing if it wasn't for me. Amen. God's saying, hey, you need to know how controlled I really am in. Amen. If it wasn't for me, you wouldn't even have breath in your body. So let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. David said, I'm coming into the house of God with praise. I've been thinking about it. And the reason I'm here is because of him. And so I'm going to acknowledge it so I can keep on moving in God. David had a habit of going back to things that worked. He had a habit when he registered something in his mind as working, he went back to it. He's in the heat of the battle. He's parched. He's got cotton mouth, dry mouth. There's water there. There's no doubt. He's the, he's the big dog. He's the big kahuna. He's got water. You better believe that. But he starts thinking, what could really quench my thirst? And he don't go back to 15 options. He said, I'm looking for the best. The one thing that can't shake out of my mind. Amen. That when I drank that water, there was nothing like it. Amen. And all of a sudden from the belly, amen, of his soul, there came a cry. Oh, that I could have a drink from the waters of the well of Bethlehem. I got to taste it again. I know how good it is. I know how refreshing it is. I want it one more time. Now you can go back to what doesn't work. You can walk out of Rock Church and go back to building your life on the sand. David said, that's not how I, I operate. He stands before King Saul. This isn't chronological. I understand that, all you Bible students. He stands, I'm talking about, amen, levels of coolness. That's what I'm, I put it in a different order. He stands before King Saul and he said, listen, that giant down there called Goliath that everybody's terrified of, he said, I'm not scared. 
And Saul, who's head and shoulders above everybody in Israel, is looking down at David thinking, has he got muscles he's hiding somewhere? This guy got a black belt or something? Hey, man. <laughs> he's packing. He's got heat. Hey, man, what's going on with this cat? And David stand there bold as breath. You know what? God wants you to be able to walk out of this building just like that. That no matter what this world pukes up on you, amen, you can walk out with a holy boldness. I'm not coming into this battle by myself. I fail. I am fallible. I'm coming with something that's proven, that never fails. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run in and are safe. When I've only got a moment to look for an answer, I know where I'm running. I know where I'm going. The reputation of God does not fail. I'm running in. Amen. I'm running into the strong tower. Amen. Where I can find safety. And as soon as David remembered that barren lion, Goliath was dying. It was over. As soon as David remembered God delivered into my hand, a lion and a bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine who doesn't have a God to lean on is going to be just like them. And Saul said, you going to fight? Here's my armor. And David is a little boy. And he's under the armor, amen, of the giant among the Israelites. And he said, take this off of me. I ain't fiddling around with this nonsense. He said, I haven't proven this. I was out there in the pasture, didn't have one piece of this armor. I didn't have nothing of what you got. You've got it all, and you're still up here trembling. Amen. You got all these fixes and all these answers, but you're not going down to fight. Amen. I've got something that works every time. It is proven. I've got a God. I'm coming in the name, in the reputation of the Almighty God. Bible said we're aware of our adversary's devices. He, he's got devices. This is a device. Hey Amen. He, he's, got, he's got devices. He's got devices. He's got little things and trinkets that somebody. You know what the Bible says about man? Man doesn't have any power and everything he creates is just like him. The gods he creates, they're just as powerless as he is. The doctrines that they create are just as powerless as they are. Amen. But everything good and perfect only comes from one source, and that is God. That is God. David said, why would I show up with anything else? Amen. I know my God. I know my God. The Lord, he is God. And I'll, I'll proclaim him with boldness. I'll thank him with humility. I'll praise him with humility. And then afterward, he's in another place. Two things happen. Number one, he's standing in fear of Saul. And he goes running right to the people of Goliath. And they recognize him for who he is. And at this moment, he decides to go with what is not proven. You know what this guy did? He started drooling on himself. 
the enemy recognized him and he knew he was in trouble. I said, uh, uh, and started drooling down his beard. And then he went over and started writing graffiti on the city gates. And they said, this guy is crazy, which was exactly what he decided to go with. I've already made up my mind, Brother Williams. I've been, in, I've been in some pretty sketchy situations as far as safety is concerned, traveling. I've done this for 20 years. I've been in every big city in the country except for New York. I'm talking, I've been in some situations. But I made up my mind if I ever get in one that I can't get out of with, with my, my partner. That I'm going to act crazy. When they come at me and say, give me your money, I'm going to say, yes, I've been waiting for this. Wow! Ever since I got out of jail, amen, I've been waiting for this. And I'm going to get you. That's what David decided to go with. Amen. The guy say, whoa, wait a second now, wait a second. History me in self-defense. David decided to act crazy. You know what he said after that? When he sat down and got his right mind again. Because God hath not given us a spirit of fear. <laughs> when God's in the picture, power and love and a sound mind. And when David got back God, amen, got back to God and had God in his life again. He even titled it such. And said, I'm writing this after my crazy moment. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble will hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fear. You know how we magnify God? I'm drawn to a close here pretty quick. We magnify God. By this simple equation, I must decrease, and he must increase. And David said, magnify the Lord with me. Amen. There's a whole army of humble people that are victorious and powerful in this earth. Amen. Because they're marching under the reputation, under the banner of the name of the Lord. When they show up, people know what they've got coming. Amen. Thou believest there is one God, thou doest well. The devil also believes and trembles. Amen. The devils said, we know Jesus, and we know the guys that are under him, but who are you? I don't want to come to the adversary, and when I bluster and act all bold, he says, who are you? I want to be under the banner. You come to me with devices, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. You messing with the wrong guy because I'm in the right army. You're messing with the wrong guy because I made the right choice. Amen. I've got the right God in my life. Big G God. Not little G gods. Big G God. The Lord. He is God. So he said, when you're going through things in your life, start with thinking. You can't think without thinking. It was when David got his right mind and started thinking again that he said, I will bless the Lord at all times. That's the right thing to do. 
He's never failed me. And so the Bible said, trust in the Lord with all your heart. That, that's your courage, biblically speaking. Hey, man, let all of your courage be in God and not in yourself. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways. We, we, we use this word differently now, so we need to understand what it means. But he said, in all your ways, acknowledge him. To us, acknowledging somebody is walking by and saying, how are you? We're acknowledging them. But the word is literally to know. That's talking about considering. That's talking about, hey man, knowing his characteristics. That's talking about learning about him. Hey man, the things that can only come from walking with him. Hey man, if you're here today and you don't know God, start walking with him tonight. Hey man, start living for God tonight. Let this be the first day that God starts showing you who he really is. I promise you, if you will, when you come into the house of God, you'll come singing, you'll come praising, you'll come thanking because the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. His truth endureth to all generations. In the process of this worshiping and praising, they made God present. It wasn't, it wasn't future. It wasn't has been, was, used to be. When I start praising God, He inhabits when I humble myself before God, God comes in. Amen. And it's not the Lord was good or the Lord has been good. Amen. It's not his mercy used to, used to be available. Amen. It's not his truth used to be available. Amen. When I begin to worship God and praise God, I bring God into my presence. As soon as I humble myself, as soon as I humble myself under the mighty hand of God, he immediately starts lifting me up. The minute I turn to him, things start getting better. The minute I put it in God's hands, things start getting better. And here is where I wanted to wind up with this today. This is Thanksgiving week. We focus on it this week, but God's people are a thankful people. The Bible said we should fight to be that because it said there's dangerous times coming and we're in the middle of them now. It's not coming anymore. It is perilous times. It said men will only have their mind on themselves, lovers of their own self, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. And he said two of the symptoms of this things that will put you in immediate peril is they will be unthankful and thusly they will be unholy. Thankfulness will make you draw close to God. Humble yourself under His will and say, what do you want from me because I want you in my life. I want us to stand all over this house right now. Holy Ghost, I pray that you would touch somebody's mind right now and heart. That somebody would have an experience with you tonight. 
they'll come back into your house service after service for the rest of their life thanking you for the great things that you've been doing in their life and giving you praise and giving you honor joining the humble the humble will hear thereof and be glad we want you to join us seeing your combast about was so great a cloud of humble people witnesses they had faith in God they put their faith in God he said you need to lay aside every weight and the sin that doth so easily beset you and run with patience the race that is set before you looking on to Jesus knowing him full trust full trust and confidence in God the Bible said it hath great recompense of reward when you know that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him looking on to Jesus the Bible said lest we be wearied and faint in our minds the minute we start struggling to do life by ourselves, it will wear you out I feel in the Holy Ghost right now I feel in the Holy Ghost right now that I'm, I'm preaching to somebody that's weary. I don't think I've ever said that in 20-something years, 21 years of evangelizing. There's been times I've preached to the weary, but I just, I feel there's somebody in this place that's been trying everything. Probably even some things you're ashamed of, that you even tried to find some peace, some pleasure, some joy. The answer's in this house today. The devil wants to run you around and help you waste your life looking everywhere else. But in his presence is fullness of joy. And where his power is, there are pleasures forevermore. God wants to give somebody strength in this place. God wants to help somebody. But you need to start thinking, is what I'm doing working? Am I handling this by myself? Am I really, or am I just lying to myself? Because I'm going to tell you something today. If you think you are handling it, you are lying to yourself. There's nobody that's going to make it out of this life successful without the help of God. You weren't even created to be without Him. You weren't created to be without God. I see folks right now, I'm, I'm wrapping up already. They're seeking God. I'm telling you, God wants to do something great for somebody in this place. And so I'm spending my life doing it my way, doing it my way, and it's wearing me out. But the Bible said the goodness of God, when I'll acknowledge it, when I'll acknowledge that God has an excellent reputation, and though I fail, I can't blame it on God. God does not fail. The goodness of God, as I think about it, it leads me to repentance. And the literal translation of that word repentance means a change of mind. I thought I could do it my way. I thought I had it handled. But then I see how good God has been to everyone that has ever turned to him. 
and I change my mind. And as the Bible puts it, I save myself from this untoward generation. Everyone that's moving away from God, amen, and evil men and seducers are waxing worse and worse, amen, and they're running rapidly towards judgment. I can turn around today and say, I choose to live the rest of my life under the mighty hand of God, amen. I want God moving on my behalf, amen. I want God working for me. Bow your head and close your eyes right now. God's in this place. And all you got to do today is just humble yourself and give God thanks for everything you know about Him. Give God the appreciation that He deserves. If you're here today and you've been around church and you've got the Holy Ghost, amen, I'm telling you, if you feel like you're in a tight spot right now, as you start praising God, you'll feel your help coming. You'll feel your strength coming. Amen, God will show up and God will begin to move for you. Amen, but if you're here and you've never had the Holy Ghost, there's no better way to invite the presence of God than to start praising Him. I acknowledge you as God. Amen, I acknowledge you as the King. King of kings and Lord of lords. Thank you, God, for mercy. Thank you, God, for grace. Thank you for the help that's coming to me right now. Let's lift our hands and that sign of surrender. Let's talk to God all over this house. Amen. Come on. God's here to help somebody. God's here to move on someone. The Bible said his eyes are going over the whole earth looking for just somebody to show himself strong on their behalf. People right now already touching God. Would you join them today? This altar's open. There's room. Amen. Would you come today and give your life to God? Put yourself in His hand today. Come acknowledging Him. Come worshiping Him. Come praising Him. Come humbly before God. And He'll start lifting you up. If you're praying, please, please keep praying. About half, half the building right now is still in the pews. I want you to listen to me for a moment. There was, there was 10 lepers. Please hear me. This is not what I would normally do, but I want to give somebody one more chance. There was 10 lepers that had what the biblical equivalent of sin is in their life, and it was eating away at them, and it was killing them like sin does. And they began to cry out to Jesus. As he passed by, he said to do a certain thing, to go, and they went. As they went, they were cleansed of their leprosy. But the Bible said out of the ten, one came back and said, why would I settle for just a touch when I can have the one that touched me? Why would I settle for just a little bit when I can have the source? Amen. You may come around church and just feel something every now and then. Enjoy the music. Enjoy the camaraderie. Enjoy the atmosphere. Amen. But why just get a touch when you can have it all? 
And when this man saw that he was cleansed, he came back, amen, and knelt down before God. And with a loud voice, he acknowledged him. He thanked him. He gave him praise. Jesus said there was 10, but only one came, the stranger, to give me thanks. And you know what? You know what? He chalked it up as Jesus said, go thy way. Listen to me. This is it for tonight for me. But he told the man that came and praised him, go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Now listen, we, we preach that everything came back, and I believe that 100%. I believe everything that leprosy had ate off of his body came back to him. But we're not truly whole without God. Don't just come to church for a blessing. Don't just come to church for a touch and say, I sure do love him. Amen. You can't love him until you really know him. And the only way you can know him is when he's walking with you every day. Amen. He said, take my yoke upon you. Let's get in this thing together. Let's get in a relationship and learn of me. If you want to know God, you got to walk with him. If you want to know God, you got to walk with him. The Bible said the fullness of God Godhead dwelled in Jesus bodily and you are complete you are whole in him so listen to me this is how we're in him you got to repent of your sins that's turning toward God not my will your will not my way your way you ask God to forgive you, He will forgive you. He promised He would. And you can do that in a matter of moments in an altar. If you're sincere, it doesn't take hours. It just takes sincerity. And you could come and say, God, please forgive me. Hey, man, I don't want to go another day doing it my way. I want to acknowledge you and put you on the throne of my life. Hey, man, I want you in charge. And before you walk out of this building tonight, we can baptize you in Jesus' name. You step under the authority of God. You step under the reputation of God. Amen. God becomes your God. God becomes your Father. We baptize you in His name. When you go down in that water, when you come up, everything you used to be, say, do, everything that was on your record in heaven that you would have been judged for and sent to hell is washed away in the waters of baptism. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, the power of God, the presence of God, the help of God. And so hear me today. If you've never had the Holy Ghost, you are still coming back. You belong to Him in the first place. If you're here today and it's been a while since you've had an encounter with God, it's time for a comeback. Think about the goodness in your life. Think about what's got you to where you are. Amen. If you've had the Holy Ghost or not, you're here today because of God. And if you'll come up tonight and you'll acknowledge that, you can leave this place whole. It doesn't have to just be you, but the giant slayer will go with you. Amen. The God that can bring the mountains down and move the trees out of the way. Amen. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me.
you're here today and you want to leave this house whole and you want to leave with God, there's people in this altar that will lay a hand on your shoulder and pray with you and help you. All you got to do is come and lift your hands in the presence of God and everything can change in your life in this service. Would you come? Come on, let's sing today. Amen. Come, come, come lifting your hands. Come raising your hands and let somebody reach out and pray with you. I want to leave here whole. I want to leave here with God. So I'm come acknowledging. I'm coming praising. I'm coming worshiping. You alone are God. You alone are on the throne. Forgive me, God, for anything I've done my way. I want to do it. out and pray with somebody next to you right now. Come on, let's let the Holy Ghost work. I know we got things coming tonight, but let's let God move just for a moment. Let's let God move in this place. Reach out and pray with somebody next to you. We want everybody to leave here whole. We want everybody to leave here complete. His joy is refreshed.